This is your life, God's truth, your QFM. It's Phil, and I am so excited to have Pastor Gus Booth with me again from Warroad Community Church. Gus, how are you, sir? Uh, real well on this chilly, chilly day. <laughs> and Merry Christmas to you and your family. We're getting close. We are. A couple weeks away. Just yeah. ordered my wife's gift the other day, and... <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. when that because she buys for the whole family. <laughs> when my kids open presents, I I get to find out what I give them too. <laughs> <laughs> That's not uncommon, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, I am so excited to talk to you today. You know, a lot of times we'll talk about things that have a bit a bit of a political feel to it, even though they're biblical issues. But uh, something kind of hit me a couple of weeks ago, and I've been really itching to talk to you about it. It has to do with God and who he really is uh, about this idea that God just loves us so much. And it ties into Christmas because, you know, we think of John three sixteen, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And of course, you know, we celebrate the birth of Christ. Happy birthday, baby Jesus, you know, because God just loves That's us right. so much. But there's more to it. And this is going to be probably a little on the deep side as we talk about the true nature of God, but it's not going to be complicated. I mean, we're not going to make this, I'm not a complicated person. I'm not that smart. You probably are. Amen. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) But I was reading God. I don't have intel or a a commanding intellect. I'm just a, I'm just a, take it like you see it. Yeah. In fact, I was reading a story just today about the, uh, Masters of Divinity degrees are taking a nosedive. There's not that many people interested in that anymore. And maybe that's sad, too. But the fact is that our country in our world is sort of, um, you know, we're going downhill. We've talked about that many times. That is talked about in the Bible. And, and then you go, well, why is God allowing that? I mean, I thought he was this God of love and he cared about us and he, he wouldn't never allow this to happen. But you know, God is so much bigger than than our comprehension. It is what it is. You had this uh, interesting uh, comparison about dogs communicating. Oh, Ex- yeah. Explain that. I mean, that we'll start with it. that. Yeah. We'll start with so, that. Clearly, dogs can communicate with each other, <laughs> but they cannot fully comprehend their masters. Yeah. Right. Like my dog communicates to the next door neighbor's dog. And maybe they talk about, man, my master did this. I don't understand him. It's great, you know. Well, we are humans, and we cannot fully comprehend our master either. So his intellect just goes beyond ours. Not that he we can't he can't communicate to us. Yeah. You know what the way we can understand. Like I can communicate to my dog Ollie. You know what? You know, sit, stay, go. Don't chew that. You know, yeah. <laughs> don't sin. Um, but I cannot discuss deep theology with Ollie at all. Yeah. You know? Wow. I mean, that is so interesting. Well, here's what spurred this conversation. Ezekiel chapter 36. And I sent that scripture to you today. I know you, you looked it up. And uh, starting in verse 16, the subtitle of that particular passage is the renewal of Israel. And of course, Israel, they kept sinning. And God punished them and so forth. But God keeps saying that I will restore Israel. And, of course, he does. In fact, Israel right now is in somewhat of a restored state because they're back to their homeland. We're all, we're all excited about that, you know, uh, fulfilling prophecy. But then in verse 22, here's what it says. 
Uh, He tells Ezekiel to say this, say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, I do not do this for your sake, O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which you have profaned among the nations. And then later on in that same chapter, uh, verse 32, he says, uh, not for your sake do I do this. And so we're saying, okay, I thought God loved Israel. That's why he's restoring them. It's so much deeper than that. Uh, You know, God has to receive the glory. I think the motivation for really everything that God does is so that he would get the glory. Am I right about that, Gus? Absolutely. Ding, 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 ding. Absolutely, 100%. God is only and always about his own glory. Because if he were to be about anything else other than himself, then that would make him an idolater. Mm, wow. So he's completely and totally, it, it would be fair to say that God is only motivated to do anything ever in order to glorify himself. So God does love us. He did send his son uh, because he loves us. It says that in his word. And by the way. Yeah, but he didn't do it for us. Okay, okay. He did okay. it for himself. That like we is are a byproduct. We bask in the byproduct of God glorifying himself. For example, like if, if people say, oh, Jesus loves me so much that he died for me. Nope. Hmm. Nope, not at all. It was for his Father and his Father's glory. We just happen to be uh, a beneficiary of Jesus glorifying God the Father. Bingo, bingo, bingo. And this just kind of illuminated to me, and I wanted to talk about it with you, and I hope our, our listeners will be blessed by this. This isn't to to bring you down or anything and say, you know, God doesn't really love you the way you think he loves you. It's not that. It's just to emphasize the fact that we need to try a little harder sometimes to understand who God really is. Yeah, but why it's so important for us to understand that God's about his glory, not about us, is because if we are the sum total of his affections, then we can stay selfish. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's about me. Jesus died for me. Jesus loves me. He did this for me, right? And, you know, Christianity is not a selfish religion, right? True Christianity is selfless. And so if you can realize that it's not about me, but it's about him, you will take gigantic leaps in your maturity Hmm. and not go to church all the time hoping that the worship is good, hoping that the sermon is good because you want to be blessed. You will do the flipperoo, the switcheroonie, and say, I want to go to church so that I can bless somebody, so that I can minister to somebody, so that I can give gobs and gobs of money to the body of Christ. Hmm. Right? You want to be a blessing, not just receive the blessing. That is true Christianity. That is why we were created. We were created to serve Him because He is worthy you know, it talks about that in Scripture. God is, is worthy of our lives, of our sacrifice, of our, our worship. In fact, you know, you look in Revelation, what are we going to be doing when we get to heaven? You know, it's not like we're going to be going to baseball games and everything's going to be awesome and we're going to have these beautiful houses and the neighbors over for a barbecue. We're going to be worshiping God because he is worthy. Now, we're, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing, but that is what we're going to be doing because that is who we were created to be, to serve him and to worship him because he is worthy. 
And in fact, while we're here on this earth, there's that whole idea of fearing him as well. That kind of works into this, doesn't it? Yeah, well, we're just trying to, uh, this is like the dress rehearsal before the real stuff, you know? Like yeah. the real stuff is, is up in heaven. We're just trying to learn how to worship him here uh, with an adversary, with an enemy that's coming after us. And praise God that, you know, he does keep us safe, but he keeps us safe for his own glory, not just so that we are kept safe. Am I right in saying that we should go to church and give because that's what God has created us to do because he is worthy. We should be a good husband because God is worthy and expects that of us. We should raise our children because God is worthy, not because our kids are worthy, but because that's what God expects of us. Every aspect, we should work hard as an employee and, and, and uh, be obedient and, and do everything with integrity because God is worthy. I mean, that's really should be our motivation in everything we do, right? Yep, because if our motivation is somehow selfish in nature, like, oh, I want to give to the church so that God will, you know, give to me, or I want to be nice to this person because I want them to be nice to me, it is this weird satanic principle that kind of enters into the, you know, philosophy and theology of Christians that they never really quite get that you are called to be a blessing, not to be blessed. But but the cool thing is, in the process of being a blessing, you get blessed. Amen. Like when somebody says, uh, for example, like, well, money can't buy you happiness. You, you know, it's not true. You know, somebody that says that has never had enough money so much that they can give it away. Because when you give away money, when you really bless somebody in a way that they couldn't have blessed before, and it's financial, that makes you happy. Yeah. It really, really does. It's fantastic. Yeah. And the reason you do receive blessings back, sometimes in ways you don't expect, is because everything about God is good. There are blessings. You know, that's just the way it is. And, and no matter how difficult circumstances you're going through, and believe me, there's a lot of people going through difficult things. In the end, if your life is dedicated to God, it will turn out good one way or the other because God is good and God yes. is love, you know? Uh, yeah, I know. And what I, even in death, it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah. You know, even in um, any sort of bad situation that happens, as long as you continue to focus on Him and His glory... He will turn it around somehow to make it uh, a blessing for us and to glorify himself. So whenever, like, bad stuff happens in my life, as long as, I, if, if ever I can continue to focus on, okay, I know this is really terrible, like, whatever it is. However, what I'm more excited about is how is God going to turn this around to give himself glory? Yes. Like, if we, can, if, we, if we can stay in that mental headspace rather than, oh, woe is me, I lost my job, or oh, my wife doesn't love me anymore, or oh, whatever, um, it, is, it is just behooves us to be like, all right, yeah. this is terrible, but God has got some glory for himself in it, and I'm going to be excited to find out how he's going to do it. The bottom line is it is for his glory. And, and before we wrap up, let's reiterate again, and I want you to do it because you have such a good way with this. Gus really gets this, you guys, and I, I love it. God isn't some, um, he's not selfish, all right? It, it's not, he, he doesn't want a big head. It's just the fact is he's God. 
and uh, he it's it's has to be about his own glory, like you said as we started, right? Yeah, you can't be you can't be selfish and be benevolent at the t- at the same time. Like he is a benevolent dictator, and but selfishness isn't isn't really God's character. It's selflessness, and that's how he is this benevolent dictator. You see what he does benevolently. And so when you say, well, oh, God just wants us to worship him and bow down to him because he's some sort of, you know, insecure God that's just more powerful than us. Nope, there's no insecurity in <laughs> God. He didn't need to create us. You know, he knows he's awesome. Right? <laughs> and, and, he, and he realizes that, and he, and he actually even lives to make sure that he is seen as awesome as yeah. much as possible. It is about his glory. Amen. Wow. I hope you got this, uh, of what we're talking about. And when you sing songs this season of Christmas that talk about glory, glory to God, amen, sing it even louder because that is, he is so worthy of that. I mean, he is worthy of that. He is God. And yes, he did send Jesus to this earth for us, but not, not just because he loved us so much and wanted us to feel so good about it. It's because he did it for his own glory to redeem us. And, uh, oh, man, I, I just love talking about this. So thank you, Gus, for Yeah, if we engaging. can get it, if your listeners can really get it, it'll take their Christianity to the next level, and not in a self-glorification way, but in a yeah. more humble, lay-your-life-down sort of way. Because yeah. all Jesus really wants us to do uh, is what he did for us, is die. Mm. Amen. All right, Gus, God bless you, and hmm, I think we're going to talk one more time before a break for Christmas. So are you good for next week? I'm good for next Wednesday the 14th, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think we'll do one more. Looking forward to it. All right, Right God bless you. Thank you. Bless you. This is your life, God's truth, your QFM.